find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up, y'all? It's your boy, and you are listening to the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast, live and direct from the Million Dollar Man Cave. Guys, this is a Dust Brothers production, of course. That's Jordan, the new married Jordan Winter, and my man, Miles um, Davis. He's actually already married, so the whole crew is married. It's crazy. Yeah, I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Also known to you guys as the Korean Liam Neeson, the Korean Earl Woods, and of course, the Washed Lord. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Happy 4th of July. Um, shit, I'm about to get my golf on a little bit. But yeah, you know, uh, it's a chill day. It's like, obviously, it's summer. The kids don't have no summer school today, no summer camp today. We just gonna chill, barbecue, swim. And just relax and kick it. I'm like, um, you know, like I said, I'm about to get my golf on. And, uh, you know, it's Monday, but it don't feel like a Monday. For some of y'all, if you guys are on their way to work, um, that would suck. But at least you're listening to this. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a super long episode. It's not going to be, uh, you know, be kind of a quick one. But, uh, yeah, I just got back from Vegas. But before we get into all that debauchery talk, uh, my man, Jordan Winter, just got married to his lovely wife, Robin it was a beautiful wedding in the city of Palos Verdes. Palos Verdes is like a weird part of LA. Well, a weird part of SoCal, right? It is uh, on the peninsula. It's a great area. My dad used to live in Redondo Beach. He lived there for, shit, 20 years or so. It was a, It's just a different part. The South Bay is a different area, that, especially when you're talking about the water areas like Manhattan Beach, low-key, guys, is one of my favorite areas to just chill at. Like, I love Manhattan Beach Pier. It's a different vibe. Um, I'm not really big on Hermosa. That's more of like a college, right after college type of shit. It's not my thing. Redondo Beach is a cool, the pier there is dope. You know, it's good for the kids, good for the fam. Palos Verdes is a different thing. Now, I haven't golfed enough to really hit Trump National over there. I know what you guys are thinking, but... Y'all say what you want to. Trump National Golf Course is definitely probably somewhere legit. Um, in fact, every fucking course that uh, Dick Stane got is legit. But um, as far as golf-wise, you know, everyone knows that he cheats a lot playing, you know, golf and shit and whatever. But yeah, man, um, Palos Verdes, beautiful area. You know, this is a gorgeous resort. I forgot what it was called. It was La Venta or something? I don't know if Jordan can correct me because he's on his honeymoon right now. But the wedding was lit. It was private. This motherfucker went all out, like he said on his interview um, on Thursday. Beautiful venue. And then the after party, crazy. I was washed up because, you know, I had my trip to Vegas. But uh, again, it was a great ceremony. It was good to see all the guys from the bachelor party. It was good to see Miles. Yo, BTB Army, your boy Miles was lit. This motherfucker couldn't stop dancing. He was having a good time. It was great to see Miles like that. In, in fact, in the four years that I've known Miles, I've never seen Miles dance like that. Is it three years, four years? Somewhere around there. But Jordan had a, I got to see, you know, meet his family, um, Robin's family. It was just a nice, beautiful day. It wasn't too hot, which was great. 
And me and Nick got to get dressed up. You know, I've seen people talking about I look like Harry Potter and all that bullshit. Motherfucker, I was wearing Prada pants, right? And a Zegna a sweater. Fuck is you talking about with a Prada tie? Your boy was lit wearing some Jimmy Choo, uh, Eric Hayes, Pogi the Man collab loafers. You bugging. Your boy was lit. You tripping. But um, traffic getting to the wedding was no joke. Fourth of July weekend, Friday, we left our house at 2.30 and got to the venue at motherfucking 4.30. That's how fucked up traffic was. Thank God for the auto drive on the fucking Tesla because I'd have been fucked. But yeah, man, um, we cut out early before 11. I didn't ask because I've had a crazy ass weekend and I just got back. I'm pretty sure Miles and Jordan and all them probably were lit till 3, 4 in the morning. But I was just really happy to see you know, Robin's reaction again to the rings and just her wearing them and just everyone was so happy. It was such a great evening. And no offense, Robin's friends' speeches were kind of, you know, they were just, you know, all right, whatever. Robin's dad said some things, but Jordan's brother, Jesse, had such a good fucking speech. It was fucking amazing. It was these two guys, man. I couldn't imagine Jordan being in a room that someone he doesn't like. And of course, he loves his brother to death. But I know these motherfuckers must have gotten some shit. Because, you know, it's just, fuck, man. Jordan being a big brother is just a fucking funny thing. It's believable, but at the same time, like, Jesse, like, he ain't having it right now. Ain't no big brother talk. Like, he's just, it, it was such a fucking, fu- I wish I could have recorded the speech so you guys here could listen. But I'm just really proud of Jordan. He did it. He got married. He's not gay. Uh, I don't know why I said that, but I'm just letting y'all know. It was, it was a good weekend, you know? And then the next morning we got up, didn't have no super early flight. I actually had a flight that was taken care of. And um, I got to really give a shout out to the um, team out of Sanya. Uh, they booked me out of LAX. And you know, I, I'm not being picky on whatever, but you know what I'm saying? First class is first class. But to be completely real with you, to drive to LAX to go to Vegas is just absolutely ridiculous because it's quicker going to Vegas. Vegas is only a 47 minute flight from LA. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this one. This is just a little too crazy for me, right? Only international flights, big flights, New York, you know, shit like that, Miami. Um, the Chicago, yeah, I have to do Chicago too. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not flying out of fucking LAX, but yeah, man, headed to, uh, I'm sorry, fucked up the whole story. I'm a little bit out of it. It is early Monday morning. And, um, I decided to book a Southwest flight. I was like, fuck this. I was like, baby, do you care? She's like, nah, I'd rather be with the early shit. I mean, the, the easier shit. So we had a um, 11 a.m. flight out of Burbank using Southwest. We left our house at 10, 15, right? Got to the airport like 10, 30, 10, 40. And the, the plane was already boarding. I didn't give a fuck. Got through security, from valet to the actual gate probably took us seven minutes. So it was just like we went right on, boom. And the funny thing is I get on a plane. I see my boy Tav Cooperman and my boy Temper is on the plane. And it was a beautiful thing because Temper sat next to me and my wife. So that's FaZe Temper from FaZe Clan, my boy Tommy. So we was on a plane chilling. And Temper, if you guys don't know, almost any main guy from FaZe is making seven figures a year easily right? And like I've said this before, I've been on a flight with Scottie Pippen, been on a flight with fucking Layla Ali. I've seen fucking 
Um, Serena Williams on a fucking... If you're going to Vegas, man, who cares? Southwest is fun. It's lit. I'm not tripping. I'll be on some bougie shit here and there, but yo, like I'm just going to, you know, to go see a fight. So we get to Vegas and before I even start and talk about any of this shit, I got to give a motherfucking 16 gun salute, the most ultimate props, the most ultimate love to Ryan, Jack, and my brother Jasmine over at the win. Man, I don't know what to say, man. The win encore is just really, you know, I've been staying there for shit, 15, 16 years easily. 16 fucking years I've been staying at the win. And I've just pretty much that's only my only go-to. The Aria was my go-to for just a slight bit because the sky suites were so dope, but really, you just can't beat the win. Especially because the shopping experience. And yeah, Aria has crystals here and there, but it's like City Center, I don't know. I just feel out of it. I'm not really like the win is just really the best. Period. It just there's nothing more lit than that. And they set up a car service to pick us up. Obviously, the win has all these crazy cars. They didn't pick us up in the Rolls Royce. I don't know. I'm really tripping. One of the things I miss about the win is they used to have a Ferrari dealership. And this is when Steve Wynn owned the win. And um, it's kind of unfortunate he doesn't run the win anymore. It's crazy. But the win had a Ferrari dealership inside, and you could only enter for free if you're a Ferrari owner. So obviously I could prove that, you know, through my insurance or whatever. And I'm in the system. I can show my app and show them, you know, my garage, whatever. But uh, yeah, so anyways, got picked up. Car service was lit. As soon as we landed, we checked into our suite. Uh, big shout out to the Adesanya team for um, holding me down. You know, we we're in the tower suites. Some dude sent me a message like, yo, you need to upgrade. How come you ain't in the tower suites? Like, you stupid as fuck. I am in the tower suite, you dumb shit. But yeah, got to the hotel, basically checked in our bags real quick. And um, what time did we get to the hotel? Probably got to the hotel by one something. Room was ready. And we just wanted to shop around. We were like, look, we don't got a lot of time here. We got like 24 hours here. Let's walk around and check shit out. So, you know, the new shops at the Wynn are fucking crazy. Uh, my boy Drake got OVO store there. Um, they got a Cipriani in there. They got Hermes. They got fucking my boy Amiri. Got a massive store inside there. They got Celine, Bottega, YSL, all that shit. And um, they got this store called Feature, which I can't really say there's a store in LA that is like Feature. Feature sells everything from Rude to fucking gallery department to Nike account. They got Bear Bricks, like really have a real actual Metacom account. They got all kinds of shit they sell. It's a really like, it's a Melrose type store or like a La Brea type store, Fairfax type store, but like, all retail, not like resale shit. It was just, it's a great store. If you go to Vegas, you definitely got to check out Feature. And, um, you know, we had lunch at Cipriani. By the way, guys, I've been eating at Cipriani forever. The veal is, is top tier. The fucking risotto is top tier. But I didn't want to fuck with that. I wanted to have something totally different. This was the first time I tried their club sandwich. And I can say I've never had a club sandwich like this. Not in Europe, not in Asia, not nowhere. And usually Japan has one of the best club sandwiches. They had this fucking kind of, I don't know if it was broiled, if it was grilled, it was just delicious, like super soft, like shredded type chicken kind of, it had this hard boiled egg in it, bacon, it was just fucking, it was delectable, it was so good, I forgot what Nicolette got, oh she got the salmon, she was kind of boring, but Cipriani, you know, one of my favorites in New York, 
And then we went shopping, went and checked out a bunch of stores. Went to the Rolex store because my girl Layla, and you know, the Win Rolex store is the flagship location in the country. I'm sorry, in the universe. They are the flagship Rolex location. And they no longer sell Rolexes out of the Rolex store in the Win. It's the weirdest thing in the world. You got to set up an appointment. There's nothing for sale in the store. You can't just walk in after you hit a jackpot or something and go buy a watch. Now, another thing too is Graph is gone, which is probably one of the top tier jewelry houses in the world. That was kind of a weird thing. There's like two Louis Vuitton stores there, which is kind of like, I don't know how to walk in any of them. But I got to check out the Wynn Golf Club. And being a new golfer, I've been going there for so many years. Can't believe, you know, what was 106 degrees. And no one was really golfing in the afternoon. But got to go into the Wynn Golf Club. I'm really sad the Wynn stopped there. Nike partnership, because they used to have the Wynn Nike Golf um, polos. Picked up a polo, nice Filipino ladies working in there. And uh, checked it out. It was like, definitely got to go there. Um, my agent represents Colin Morikawa. They're all in Scotland right now, currently. And uh, Colin lives at the Summit. And the Summit is one of the nicest golf courses there, too. Shadow Hill as well. So, you know, next time I go to Vegas, I got to bring my sticks for sure. Actually, next time is going to be next this week. But anyways, back to the win. You know, the win has everything. I didn't get to gamble, but they had everything. It was cool. My boy Steve Will Do It was there. My boy Sam and John from uh, Full Send and that whole crew was there. Happy Dad. And it was just lit. So we get a car service, picks us up. Me and my wife, she's looking A1. My wife was stunning this weekend. Like she came out at 39 years of age, mother of three, and shitting on these amateur hoes. I was up. I'm just being, I was very proud that my wife represented. Like, she just looked so fucking incredible. It was, man, it was crazy. It was getting, you know, um, it was just a wild thing. Um, headed to T-Mobile Arena. As I'm walking to the lobby of the Encore Tower Suites, run into my boy, Alex, my boy, Drew, aka the Chain Smokers. And it's crazy because they started following me years ago. And I follow them back. I don't really know the dudes, but they hit me up for like car advice here and there. These dudes have been making stupid money, like maybe 25 to $80 million a year in the last like six years. And at one point they were literally the biggest fucking DJs in the world. And they're still enormous, but super nice guys like, Hey Ben, what the fuck? Boom, whatever. And I try to catch up. I seen one of Tiger's boys you know, in the lobby and I was like, yo, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Get to the arena. I'm super juiced. And I'm going to talk about the UFC in a little bit. But we went to the fight, came back, a little disappointed with a few things. And we get back to the room, and it was like 10, 45, 11. Ordered some room service because we we're going to go eat at SW. We went on to like, it was just like too crazy. My wife and I were kind of drinking. We were drinking some tequila at, at the fight. And we weren't, we weren't tipsy. We were just, we felt good. So we order room service and we turn on the menu and it's been a minute. Now, I haven't been back to Vegas since before the pandemic. So we turn on the menu for the room service. And let me tell you guys, the wind gets it. They're not fucking around with room service, okay? Let alone, they let you plug in HDMI cords, the TV. You know, a lot of, a lot of hotel TVs, they let you put no HDMI so you can bring your Xbox, whatever the fuck you want to do. But the wind was the first hotel to have a vegan room service menu, like legitimate vegan room service menu, right? And 
selection was insane. Now, another thing too I didn't know about was I saw so many dogs walking around the casino. Never saw it before. Never saw this many at the tables, at the fucking the slots. It was crazy. And um, it was supposed to be service dogs, but you know, and they don't talk about it too much. But the crazy thing is they had a dog food room service menu. It was mind-blowing. Like doggy dessert, doggy main courses, like real gourmet dog food for your dog in the fucking room service menu. So I say, fuck it. We ordered some Angus beef sliders, ordered some chicken tenders, French fries. We ordered jalapeno poppers with queso. We got um, a ribeye steak. Everything was fucking incredible. It was such a great late night fucking thing. By the way, some of you guys are thinking, wait, Ben, aren't you on an intermittent fast? You know, I haven't broken it. In Miami, I said I kind of did, but really I still made sure I still had, you know, the 12-hour, you know, at least 12-hour window. I couldn't do it with my wife. Like, we had such a great night that I had to let that one night break through. And um, the room service bill comes. And it's $211. And I was like, you know what? We would probably would have spent fucking 400 SW. So this was Gucci. We eat. I smoke some weed on my pen. And we both pass out for like 30 minutes. We set an alarm. I set three alarms because we were fucking out of it. We're so old. Nick is usually in bed for sure by 9.30. She's out by 10. I'm in bed 8.45 to put the, to the boys to sleep. And then... Probably, I mean, I'm usually out by 11, 11.30. So, you know, it's like 11.30, 12 by now. We're eating food. And we decided to take like a 30, 40-minute nap. Then freshened up. I changed my outfit. Headed over to XS like around 12.45. Haven't been there in three years. And it was amazing to see my boy Jasmine. The amount of love that XS and the win has showed me is just crazy. You know, ain't no waiting in lines, nothing. And, um, you know, we get there. Five minutes after I walk in, Israel Adesanya walks in. You know, obviously, he's, he's the champ. He won. We got to kick it. I got to see a bunch of old friends. I got to see Justin Incredible, a couple other people. Um, I feel bad. I was supposed to hook up with my boy, Andy, who used to work for TMZ. He's really good friends with Nate Diaz. And I really want to meet Nate. But um, I, I was just too fucking tired. So... You know, mad people showing me love. Like, this is the most I've ever had people come to me in a 24-hour span. I'm talking 200-something people from at T-Mobile Arena to fucking the wind shops to employees at the wind shops. I was surprised security guards asking to take pictures of me. Security guards in suits that are working in high-end stores. It was just, it was a trip, but it was all love. It was, you know, I was embracing it. Everyone was just, you know, showing mad love. People tell me, listen to the podcast, all that, just... You know, good vibes. So Izzy, who um, you know, is, is my son Ryder's idol, and Ryder's obviously heavy in the BJJ now. I um had Izzy make him a video. And you know, if you look at the um if you watch the, the podcast page, you'll see there's a video of Israel shouting out Ryder and just telling him thank you because my son did his idol report on him and he saw it. Got to meet Israel's sister, got to meet um another family member I've never met before. But his whole family was there. He was lit. He was in a great mood. And I was like, bro, it's 1.30, dog. You got to be tired. He's a man, I feel incredible. It's like, I feel amazing. 
And of course, you're on that high, you know what I'm saying? Your main card champion. So it was lit. And he's like, bro, I'm about to come spend with you again. I'm like, dog, you ain't got to worry about none of that shit. We fam, I appreciate it. So shout out to the entire Paradigm Sports fam, my boy Saya, my boy Adi, um, Tim, of course, and of course, Israel and his entire family. It was a weird situation. I'm going to talk about it more on the next, uh, after the break. But um, yeah, man, room service, top tier. I, I was just super fucking hyped. One thing I noticed while I was shopping over there on Sunday, um, yesterday, me and my wife decided to go to Fashion Show Mall. Like, fucking why not? It's right across the street. We go over there. I just realized there's a shortage of nothing. I don't want to hear shit anymore. You know, it's like, okay, there's things that are popular and people are buying shit. But like, you know, I remember when there was, I mean, pretty recently, there were seven legit resale sneaker stores. There might have been 70, but I'm talking about ones worth mentioning that where there was inventory. And now there's just all these fucking sneaker stores, reseller stores, and it's all bullshit. It's all general release crap. You might as well be Foot Locker charging prices. That it just it just was it's just whack. Like I don't know where Urban Necessities went, but some store inside they took their location. It was just whatever. It was kind of corny. It was I felt weird going in there. But you know, I just realized there's a shortage of nothing. There's 15 Louis Vuittons on the fucking strip. Like, the fuck? You know, I don't know, man. It was just, but anyways, there's so many fans and so many people who are just like, yo, I'll fuck with you. Some dude from Paris, famous rapper from Paris hit me up and he was at the Rolex store and he was like, yo, if you ever come to Paris, let me know. Boom, fuck with you in every which way. Um, at the fight, there were so many people that came up to me. It was really, really nice. What was really nice too was wearing my Rolex presidential and some ice wearing ring, wearing a couple of chains. Felt nice having that because I had security the whole time, pretty much. And the wind is very safe, a super safe place. Tell you the truth, there was nowhere, again, if you have the money, there's nowhere better than stay than the wind, period. It, there just isn't. You know, it was, it was just lit. Now, I did post <laughs> a picture of, not even a breakfast, it was just like I just woke up and I was like, look, I'm ordering some room service. I'm not walking to Earth Cafe. I'm not going to the other cafe. I just want a motherfucking latte. I want a bagel, I want a smoothie. So I order one latte. I get my wife one coffee, one coffee, a bagel and a smoothie. And that shit was $80 and that shit went viral on Twitter. It went fucking viral. That shit is going crazy right now. That post is crazy. But it is 4th of July, guys. I love fireworks. I think most of you guys who follow me know. And 10 years ago today, your boy went as viral as you can get. I took a picture of a mishap, one of the biggest fuck-ups in San Diego history. And San Diego has the Big Bay Boom, which is one of the best fireworks shows in the country. Top five, you know, in the country. People fly from all over the world. People are there from like Australia, here and there, just all over the country, everywhere you could think of Canada, to see this fireworks show. Eight hundred thousand dollars of fireworks is supposed to go for 20 25 minutes went off in 50 seconds some it looked like a fucking ufo was landing and exploded on the fucking the coronado bay off the barge my wife didn't want to walk anymore her feet hurt she's eight nine months pregnant with london right 
and we're walking and she says, stop, I can't walk anymore. I hear this crazy fucking explosion. I take my phone out and take a picture. It goes viral on Instagram. I have the news calling me, local news, Fox News. The next day, the Associated Press and Reuters posted the picture. It was the second most viewed picture in the world for 24 hours. I couldn't believe it was such a big deal. But yeah, your boy went viral. It was crazy. I'm going to try to find that motherfucking picture. But uh, it was wild. It just makes me think about fireworks. I I don't know if I'm going to watch fireworks tonight. I would love to. It is one of my favorite things to do. I've taken the kids to San Diego twice. We watch fireworks. But we got a lot of family here. And um, we got a block party going on. So yeah, man. Anyways, um, we're going to get into some commercials real quick. And I'll be back to break down the UFC and some other shit that's going on. Miles. I hope you're not hungover. Can you play some music yet? Thank you, sir. We are back, guys. Shopping for new clothes can be time-consuming and stressful. Why not let Stitch Fix do all of the work? When it comes to looking good, Stitch Fix has you covered. Say goodbye to endless browsing and hello to fresh picks curated for your size and taste. Whatever your style, now more than ever is the time to rock it. But maybe you can use just a little nudge to find some new looks. That's where Stitch Fix can help you out. First, take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. Answer a few questions in a quiz about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then, Stitch Fix's expert stylist will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and even your budget. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home, keep what you love, and send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. Try once or set up automatic deliveries. There are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com baller to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com baller to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Now BTB Army. I have told you before and I will tell you again, you need to have your money working for you. In times like these, who doesn't need a secondary income stream? All right, well, here it is. You've heard me talk about Captain Picks, a sports betting consultancy company I own with Jordan, Miles, and Michael Rapport. But have you joined yet? If you haven't, now is the time. Go to CaptainPicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one for free. The summer is on fire with UFC, MLB, PGA, WNBA, rugby, and more. We are also all over future picks for NBA, NFL, and strategy for fantasy football. Honestly, we make it so easy for you that you do not need to even know anything about sports to win on the daily, and that is no cap. Our expert captains lead our community of winners every day in sports all around the world. Why are we the best? Because we care. We care about your winnings. We care about your time making it fun. 
make friends, and stack wins. Take our picks and grow your bankroll on your favorite sportsbook platforms. We are here to break all bookies. There's not a more knowledgeable community in the industry. We have membership plans to fit every budget. And if you opt in for a subscription, there are big savings to be had. Go to captainpicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one free. Yo, yo, what up? Man, my, my throat was getting dry as a motherfucker. Like I just, all that smoke in the air and fucking AC pumping in Vegas and everything. But first things first. My first UFC experience, I'm going to give you the buck. It sucked. Okay. I had dudes hyping me up. Man, this shit's crazy in there. People going nuts here and there. I've never seen a more stacked card. I, I pay attention still. Just don't watch the fights like that. Never been in one in person. There was never been a more stacked UFC card. Like, there were so many big fucking fighters from even like, Who's the dude that knocked out Sean Strickland? Uh, but like Sugar Sean fought fucking uh, Adesanya, obviously, and, and Max. And it was just so many fights. And, you know, they've been going on undercards. were going on since 3, 30, 4 o'clock. And we got to the arena at 7. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, Max was going to come out right there around then. We watched like five fucking fights. And I'm going to tell you something. They were all underwhelming except for dude. Is it Pereira or whatever? The dude who um, he's, he's beat Israel in, in kickboxing before... UFC knocked out Strickland, and then the I saw Sugar Sean fight. That was pretty. That was okay, but you know, like I came there to support my boy Max Holloway. And by the way, Chris, if you're listening to this, you know this is uh, Max's agent manager. You are a fucking amazing, dude. Thank you for the tickets. Thank you, Max, for the tickets. Really wish I could have met your wife and your son. I apologize. It's just been. I know things didn't work out that way. I hope you're you're doing well. Uh, Max is a rock star. Max is a class act. Max is the dude I could never be in any type of sports. He is a champion. He's he's a warrior, and it's um, it's fucked up. You know, maybe it needs to be a part four. I don't know, um, but it just was disappointing that Max couldn't get it done. And I'm not speaking. I'm, I'm gonna speak facts straight up. You know, I mean, me and him have already talked since the fight. And uh, he had to go to the ER after to get, he had this bad cut in his head. He's okay. He's a beast. I think he's going to come back and turn up. But Volk definitely was impressive. He was strong. He, was, he outfought him that night. It is what it is. You know, it's just a trip. It was underwhelming. And then Izzy came out as the undertaker. <laughs> that right there just set it off. Set the whole mood off. He's a fucking, he's a star. And the thing is, people said they are mad about how Izzy fought. But it's like, look, dog, if you're going to beat somebody, beat them. He came in against a dude who was bigger than him. And, you know, it's that same thing with Mayweather. Mayweather comes in with science, comes in there, defense crazy here and there. Izzy's an attacker. He could do whatever. But it's like, dude couldn't fuck with him. He was just too good. You know what I'm saying? Israel's just too fucking good. Now, crazy part is um, Sugar Sean is signed to Happy Dad. So Steve and all them were there. You start realizing how big celebrities were in here. And there's like a little celebrity section. And it was funny. I'm not saying like whatever, but there are like a bunch of people that are being mentioned. There's like other people. It's like Chris Angel. He's a big Vegas local, but don't, no one gives a fuck about dude. And he's a big Vegas local. There was people there showing on the screen. Some people they fuck with. There are some big people like Chris Pratt, Mel Gibson. Um, obviously, it's a couple of UFC people. 
other than that, there wasn't like nobody like, you know, and I'm not salty because they didn't show me on the screen. Nothing. I'm just saying like, you know, it was like, okay, no big deal. But I ran into my man, Audie. I think I've talked about this before, but my man, Audie, uh, was the guy who did my first reality TV show. And this is with Jonas and everything. We did a pilot. And uh, he partnered up with one of Jonas's old employees who was running the sports marketing at LRG, uh, Saya. And they started a company called Paradigm Sports. And they represent Conor McGregor and Israel Adesanya and a, and a bunch of other people. But I, I'm really proud of what Audie has done. Class fucking act. And when I was at Excess, I saw Saya, you know, I low-key got really emotional. Seeing him, it's been a long time. Um, I thought of Jonas. And I thought about all those times that me and Jonas had in Vegas, especially at the wind. And it put me in a different place. You know, it fucked me up a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. It was, it felt like yesterday that we were there turning up at Magic and just having great times out there. And just other times we went for fun. We would go on a bender and just go like, oh, fuck it, Wednesday, let's go to Vegas and just have fun just to go eat at the Blasio Cafe and just go do different things and get fucked up and just, you know, bang chicks and just have fun. But uh, Sia said he, he thought about me too and he thought, he thought of Jonas when he saw me as well. And it was it was cool, man. It was, it was good vibes and everything. And, and uh, just happy to see the dudes. I was just underwhelmed by, by the situation. I saw Volk at XS and, um, you know, he just won. He just beat my boy Max. And I was videotaping this this thing. It was champion because all these champions came by, all the guys who won that night. And I wasn't going to go out. I don't want. I didn't feel weird because I was supposed to see it with Max. He was going to after party, but I had a commitment with Israel from before, and I appreciate it. But you know, I did everything I could, and um, Max understands. But I'm chilling at Izzy's table, and Volk's table is next to his. And Volk's like, "Yo, let's get a pick." And I was like, "Uh, yeah, man, dog, I can't do that, man." And I think he was kind of like tripping, but at the same time, like, bro, I got. Everyone and they mom in there from not just upper level executives, but like fam in there. I got mad fam. You know, I'm glad you, you know, dudes, you know, it's, it's your night, dog. Celebrate, have fun. I just can't take a picture with you because, bro, you beat my mans and it's disrespectful, my boy Max. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the last thing I was going to do is take a picture with fucking dude who beat my boy, who the reason why I'm coming, I came out there. But again, man, it was good hanging with Izzy and uh, he was just in such a good fucking mood. But yeah. The UFC overall was just underwhelming. You know, it just wasn't. I've been there for, I went there for the Canelo Triple G fight. I went there for another thing. I saw a hockey match there. I seen a concert there. Just didn't have the vibes, man. Just didn't, I don't know. Just was weird. But speaking of Vegas, I got to go back again this weekend. I just renewed my contract with NBA 2K. If you didn't know, I mean, Pretty much besides Madden, NBA 2K is probably the biggest basketball. Well, I'm sorry. It's one of the biggest video games on Xbox and PS4. And NBA 2K has always been big, right? I've been on the game for three years. Just signed on for another three years. So it is an honor. They need to rescan me, get the 600 cameras and, you know, get all my body movements and everything. So the, so the animation's right for the video game. But I'm definitely blessed. And I'm very excited to get back. Shout out to Ronnie 2K. Excited to do this. And then we are off to fucking Cabo San Lucas. I'm so goddamn happy that we're going to spend a week in Cabo with the family. Can't wait to really relax and not think about shit. By the way, Jordan and Miles, shit. Just realized. We'll figure that out in a second. I need to talk about this. and uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure it out. But yeah, it, I'm sure we'll work it out. Uh, speaking of basketball, because I'm talking about NBA 2K, 
all the talk around town is free agency and all this shit's going on. I don't give a fuck about these other guys, max contracts and Jokic and this person, that person. I don't give a fuck. What I do give a fuck is Kyrie coming to the Lakers. I'm bittersweet about it. I'm not really sure. I was actually sitting next to the general manager of the Toronto Raptors, literally sitting right next to me, Max Holloway's boy. And uh, they were telling me he was, he was telling me he's interested in obviously trying to get Durant. I don't know if Durant would go to Toronto, but if Durant goes to Golden State, I'm not mad. I just think like, why'd you leave? And it's a conversation we never had here, but like, why leave, bro? And you know, I think I was podcasting. No, I wasn't podcasting. My bad. But you know, I used to visit, I used to go to SF just to, you know, not just do my work and, you know, my, my spot out there, but I would go see KD a lot when I was in San Francisco. We'd smoke up all the time. If he goes back to go on the stage, be weird. But to give a pool and a Wiggins and all the big players, I don't know, man. That's the future of fucking of Golden State. They don't need him. Like it'd be dope to need him, but you want to get rid of all the other dudes? Nah, man. Fuck that. That ain't worth it. But Kyrie to Lakers is gonna be interesting. I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie to the Lakers would be the most insane shit ever. Obviously can't happen. We're not going to have a fucking draft pick until 2030, um, but it is what it is. Fuck it, I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel? Laker Nation, Lake Show fans, how do you feel about Kyrie going to the Lakers? Please leave it in the comments. Real Laker fans, tell me in the comments of the Ben Baller Pod Instagram post, how do you feel about Kyrie to the Lakers? Now, I'm about to go ahead and play some golf, as I said, but on Thursday last week, I played at Angeles National Golf Club, which is where we're hosting the Wash Lord Invitational in April. Um, this was the first time me and my Steve, cousin Steve have played since I started ever playing golf. I just got clubs. It was around Thanksgiving or so. Never played a nine hole, went to Weddington, and I was breaking out a hybrid on a fucking 130 yard, you know, hole because I, I just couldn't hit. I never hit clubs before. For some reason, me and my cousin, uh, we see each other, you know, every two days for work and stuff because we and I have to go together, but I've never, ever hit clubs with him. Now, my cousin's been playing for shit almost probably 35 something years. And he doesn't go as crazy, but my cousin is a very good golfer. He's in his 70s. You know, he's he's legit. You know, he's almost single-digit handicap. I'm sorry, my bad. My cousin is a single-digit handicap. I'm sorry. So he went there, played in Angeles. He was shocked. I never said I was good. I'm just saying where he saw me started and where we played. There was never a time where we were matching shot for shot to the green or like a pitch or something here and there. And... um Watch my my cousin get an eagle on a par five. It was fucking really impressive. It was a fucking far, far eagle. It was pretty dope. And uh, I played all right. I hit a 96. I think I could have hit an 88. I definitely fucked up some shots. It was a really, really, really tough course. Beautiful fucking course. Probably the best driving range in all of LA. Now, for a public course... You still need reservations. It's it's a nice place. It's expensive. It's $100 a person. And uh, I'm excited to have my tournament there. You know, at the turn, we got some sandwiches. I got an egg sandwich. I got fucking, um, they got a full bar there. It was just, it's a cool, they got a nice little pro shop. Shout out to uh, the managers there at Angeles. Um, 
I'm excited. I basically finished that 18 smoother than I finished any other 18s. I was really hydrated. It was hot as fuck outside, but we made it happen. Beautiful fucking course. I can't wait to see some of you guys there for the uh, Washed Lord Invitational, which we are selling these sponsors, and it's just fucking, I'm so fucking excited to get there. It's just fucking amazing. The hobby. Um, Baller Breaks is going to be doing a live show from the National in Atlantic City. That is the end of this month, the very end of this month, and I have a huge guest star that will be doing it with me. Top three quarterback in the world. I think I've already talked about it in the last episode, but I'm just trying to keep it under locks. Doing the national, obviously doing things with tops, doing things with network. So I'll be there if you guys go to the national. Anybody who fucks with the hobby, uh, definitely check that out. Um, what else? Oh, shit, man. I'm going to Tokyo. Now, I know it's two months from now. But I'm going to Tokyo. I'm excited as a motherfucker. Not doing my babe collab there yet. Um, I've had such a fucking nightmare dealing with them that I don't even know whatever. It's not my thing. I want to go back to see my friends, you know, figure out this shit, hash it out with Murakami. Got, uh, you know, fucking the food. I want to eat my motherfucking katsudons and my motherfucking um, unagi-don, all my motherfucking toro. I want to play golf out there. I want to move my clubs to Tokyo. They got fucking so many lit golf courses out there. I want to get that shit going on. One of the dopest things about Tokyo and, and Seoul, Korea, you can wear a fucking million-dollar watch on your wrist. You can have diamonds all around your neck. Nobody's trying to rob you. It's just not going to happen. You wear whatever the fuck you want. You know, um, I, I love the fucking hotels there. Love being in Shibuya, walking through, just walking around, walking through Harajuku, walking through fucking Aoyama, walking through Rapongi, and just the shopping there is different, hitting fucking Isatan, and just, just the food, everything, the vibes is just so different. Different. I know it's gonna probably be a short trip, like five or six days, but I don't give a fuck. And by the way, the yen is is like our dollar is strong in Japan right now, so it's pretty crazy, recession or not. But I'll tell you what's not strong: the hotel rates were down like half, which is crazy. Plane ticket though, fuck man. Business class is still seven G's. First is still gonna be twelve bands, so you know it is what it is. But I need to lie down, man, for a fucking what fourteen hour flight. Fuck that. One other cool thing about Tokyo and Korea is if you're on an elevator and you're going to the 15th floor and you say, oh shit, no I'm not, I'm going to the 17th floor. You could unpress the button. Okay, I think that's pretty cool. You could unpress the button and it's all good. I wish they had that in America. It makes no fucking sense. Just, it's simple technology, I'm sure. But mind you, there's Pokari sweat in vending machines all over the city. Randomly, you walk down, there's one in the alley, there's one here and there, there's just Food is just, oh, just you could just walk into a shitty, McDonald's is lit in Tokyo. Everything is dope. But anyways, guys, that's it for the show. Happy 4th of July. Please be safe, guys. Go have a lot of barbecue. Don't drink too much. You know, smoke too much. Don't drink too much. That's the plan that I try to do. Um, there are no new shows to watch. I'm fucking been dying for Raising Canaan to come back. I don't know what the fuck's going on with 50. I'm trying to figure all these shows and everything. No new movies to watch. If you guys have some suggestions, I'm going to be honest with you guys. No offense. Out of 95%, I'd say 95% of the suggestions you guys are giving me are shows that I don't like, shows I've already watched, or shows I'm just, you know, not interested in, and I still tried them. But, but pretty much it's like 95% of the shows you guys recommended or movies I've already seen or they just were 
not my vibe, so I don't know, man. Come with some more suggestions, please. By the way, my gold crowbar. Yes, my most affordable item as far as a gold item is my gold crowbar. Drops July 25th only on the network app. Very cheap, $99. I've never had an item for that price. And by the way, I got new merch on benballershop.com. Go check it out. This is not your practice life. It's all over that. And uh, again, I will see you guys on my favorite day, Thursday. I think I got an interview. I'm going to try to figure it out right now. My whole life is crazy. I got golf going on this week. Played a couple country clubs. Just trying to get back in the groove of things. But today is all about relaxation. And again, I appreciate all you guys tuning in. So keep telling a friend to tell a friend about this show. Thank you guys for making us a top podcast. And I love the BTB Army more than anything you guys fucking know. All right, y'all. My man Lakey Lake is on here right now already. He's going to take us out of here. So I'll see y'all on Thursday. Peace.